0: So check us out.
1: Check yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous roof. What's
0: up? This is DOC, the D.D. motherfucking guy. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, E-Friend. What up, yo? This
2: is e This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. This is your boy, DJ Paul, KOL from 36 Block. Young Busy ball. Vice World. This your man, Mastermind, and Hell raise Up. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross, so and you're listening to me on the Murder Master Music Show. i rap shit coming out of my work, take season. And every day I gotta eat a big bun of whack, mumbling rappers up for breakfast. Really soft, so pure, but it really be tougher than a whole fuckin' lot of gram. A lot of these old beef fake in the pizza, and I see right through them like a motherfucking hologram. And if you wanted, I can make a motherfucker back and you throw me the pistol cream. And I can really get it, hey, the hog tied up, wrap them up like a motherfucking Christmas.
3: Man, I'm
1: good my brother. Thank you for having me. How you doing? Man, real good. Real it's a huge, huge honor. You know, uh it's always a uh honor to have you on know, Regime in the house. First and foremost, rest in peace to uh, Gonzo. Um you know, That's I'm terribly so, sorry for your loss. You know, um man, you no. been, and you also lost uh you know, Gangster Rid about a year ago. Um Yeah. Yeah.
2: You
1: know, yep. Can you reflect before we even get into this? Can you reflect on each one? We'll start with uh, Gangster Rid first and then go on to Gonzo. Man, what can you tell us about uh, Gangster Rid that really stands out that you remember about him?
2: Oh, shit. <clears throat> um,
3: there's so many things about Rid. Rid was ahead of his time. And, um, yeah, just <clears throat> setting trends like as far as being original and then a lot of people using his shit today. Um, and then, you know what I mean? We're not like going out there like, oh, check us out. No, no shit like that, but just recognize for me personally, because um, that was my uncle, I got to spend a lot of time with him in a lot of different um, eras, albums that they did and labels that they were signed to. So the thing that stands out the most about me, about Gangster Reed is his ability to keep it gangster and keep representing the pyro, the red flag, burgundy flag, you know what I'm saying, as being a blood, um, and just sticking with that all the way till he went out, and um, you know it's not a um, uh, how can I say this? Because to be honest, the media puts the word as gangster, but it's more of of just I guess I guess if you want to call it being a rebel. Or just you know <clears throat> being who you are independently. That's that's who he was. He was a family man. Um, you know he took care of his kids, and um, and he also was a good dude in the community and loved by both sides by the by the Crips and the Bloods. You know and um, and the Mexicans. So he was he was really original. Um, yeah, even the way he dressed. You know, like he used to wear the <clears throat> the brims. You know, and uh, the Dickies and he pretty much kept it um that way all the way through all the different eras of clothing, you know, rappers go through But yeah, that's one of the most things that um about Gangster Reed is that he was very uh very original and he kept he kept uh his values and he kept what he was doing all the way till you know, till he went.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is uh you know, about a year ago, you know, and you got this project we're going to talk about, you know, that you uh, did with him. Um, but, yeah, he, uh, like you said, man, he was respected by everybody. You know, um, what gave the Booyah tribe, that? I want to uh, touch on that real quick, what gave them the ability to be the peacekeepers in, um, in a time of, of, of virtual war everywhere around them? You know, um, they had a very important role in, in, in keeping the peace. How did they uh, come by that? Man,
3: that's a good question. Um, Man, you know, and my uncle, Godfather, rest in peace, West in peace, he probably could answer that more better than me. But I'll say uh, because he passed away two years ago. So it was Godfather in 2018 and then Ridd last year. I'd probably say, okay, The ability to keep positive relationships with all those sides, and even when negative did happen, come to the table and um, come to a resolution, you know, instead of going the other way um, with violence, if that makes sense. But, yeah, just the ability to not, I guess, burn those bridges, just keep a good relationship with a lot of those guys um, in different, you know, neighborhoods or whatnot, areas, sections of the world. <clears throat> yeah, that's probably what I would say. The, their ability was.
1: Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, they. If, if I'm not mistaken, I heard you in an interview about a year ago saying they actually helped Eminem in a situation with the Crips, where I guess were, uh <laughs> you know, shaking them down and whatnot. They kind of yeah. um, helped him and. His manager
3: out. Uh, how, how did that all go down, Masagani? Well, shit, man. That's um, yeah. Basically, uh, basically, Paul Rosenberg reached out to, uh, you know, to to my family, and then um, from there, they, they, you know, they just. I wasn't on the phone or not not at, at that present time. Um, but yeah, they basically. Just um, said they got they got MMs back, you know. Um, and I remember one time we attended uh, the anger management tour. Can't remember what year that was, but yeah, we went we went backstage. Um, <clears throat> um, and you know, let's see. During this time, Mom had beef with them, so I'm from the regime. i was for my regime shirt, but we went backstage. But because of my uncles, we was in the G unit dressing room. But we went there because of, um, yeah, because of Paul Rosenberg. You know what I mean? Um, So that's kind of like, yeah, one of the instances I remember us going to hang out with those guys, seeing Proof, Rest in Peace, and, you know, Alchemist, Bob Deep, MOP. A lot of people was there at that show. It was at the Thomas and Max in Vegas. Yeah. But basically, yeah, it was Paul Rosenberg reached out to, um, to the boys.
1: At that show you were at, uh, did you guys have to like uh, uh, intervene or, or talk to people, or, or just keep the peace?
3: Well, we just um, we just we went. Um, Paul Rosenberg had passes, you know, and we went and we went backstage and we just went to go check it out, you know, and we we were just networking with everybody, you know, like it was the first time I think uh, Gangster Rig. And, you know, it was Gangster Rid and Cobra and Monster O, you know, my brother KT, myself, and the homie YG Shoot, you know what I'm saying? So we went and basically, you know, like first time we met Mob D, I mean, not Mob D, but uh, MOP, and it was good to see, like, Gangster Rid talking to, uh, damn, it was Billy Dane, but I can't remember the other dude's name. But yeah, they was chopping it up. But now nah, we, we didn't really have to intervene. It was all good. I guess, you know, we, we just basically did our thing. Um, met everybody, Lloyd Banks, young Buck, um, Spotted Love was back there with them dudes. Um, so yeah, you know, and he already knew my family from my you know, being on death row. So it was all up. <clears throat> there was no problems.
1: Yeah, that's the, that's the thing I was saying, man. It, it was uh, the level of respect, like like you said, you're part of the regime and and there's the G unit people back there and stuff like that, and you know that that that's huge, man. Sometimes a lot of people, you know, they um they value respect off of how much money you got, and it, it really sometimes it ain't even like that, you know. Um, it's also about your, your reputation, you know, how you handle yourself, like you said, how you carry yourself. Um, sure. But, yeah, man, Booyah Tribe has really uh, taken some hits over the last couple of years. I'm, I'm terribly sorry for your loss because uh, um,
2: you, those brother. are your arms. Sure, are they Thank not? You. Yeah.
1: Yep. So, so you yeah. grew up
3: in like hip-hop pretty the much. sister. Oh, yeah, man, I grew up in hip-hop, my aunt. The only sister, she passed away as well last year. Or earlier oh, this dad. year, I think. At the beginning of it, yeah. So, my auntie Gigi. So that was their only sister, you know. So, yeah, man. Um, just really hard um, dealing with it. Because, you know, as Samoans, we're really close with our family. We really value more than anything about our family. But basically, yeah, I grew up in hip-hop, man. Uh, a story I remember was... Um, being, I think, around 9 or 10 years old, and my dad taking me to go see the boys, you know, um, was right across the street from uh, Scottsdale Housing and uh, Carson Projects. uh it was at Big Frank Manu Maleuma's Hall, and there was an Ice Key concert, and they had, you know, like, uh, I remember the dude from that movie Breaking with Turbo and Ozone. I remember the homie on the crutches was there. So, yeah, so many times, you know, being with, um, like you said, I grew up in hip-hop. I met Jim Jones with Gangster Red, Kid Rock. Yeah, so, yeah, a lot of people that met, you know, a lot of legends. Yeah, so it's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they're pioneers, you know. Um, they really kicked off a lot. Early on, too. You know what I'm saying? For sure, um, man. W- w- when did you, like, uh, uh, get to hit the rap bug? Uh, like, when did you, you, you decide you wanted to follow in their footsteps, kind of?
3: Uh, pretty much, um, like, as in my late teens. But before that, yeah, I would see them. Like, I remember the first time they went overseas. I went to, I think it was Japan. Yeah, and, um, you know, they had, I remember because the record, they had a record, a record out, and, um, you know, I just remember they used to go work out at my uncle's house, my Uncle Lole, rest in peace, and, you know, they all used to go there, so I just remember seeing them and was like, man, man, they're going overseas, and so, you know, I I caught the hip-hop bug early on, yeah, but then in high school is when I started freestyling, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, rapping in the bathrooms with different neighborhoods because grew up in Long Beach. Yeah, Carson and Long Beach. So, yeah, around then.
1: Uh, a lot of talent in that era, too, you know.
3: Um, oh, man. Back
1: then, you <clears throat> couldn't just drop a record. You had to have skill, you know. Um, you had to actually yeah. have ability to compete because, you know, it wasn't oversaturated like it is today. Um,
3: right. But,
1: you know, so it was a much different era, that's for sure. Uh, let's go to one of these dope songs, man. I, I got three of them to play tonight. Uh, man, we got West Gang, oh, we got Gangland, and we got Happy Valley 223. Which one do you want to roll with first, brother?
3: Man, roll with um, roll with Gangland.
1: Gangland. Okay, okay. Uh, kind of intro this one for us. Tell us about it, man. Who produced it? And...
3: Uh, um, Gangland was produced by um, by Unknown. And, um, yeah, basically it's just an account of, you know, of L.A. politics in the streets. You know, at this point, um, we've heard it all a lot of times because, you know, everybody's rapping about their different – Upbringings and what they've been through, but yeah, it's just basically, and the songs was talking about politics on the streets, um, yeah. And uh, take take count. I mean, note that this album was record, recorded a while ago, so it's not like we just we we recorded uh, Happy Valley two twenty third two years ago, and that was the last song that we did that we did is about a year and a half, two years ago, because he was out here with me in uh, Australia to finish the album oh, man. so yeah that's, that's gangland for you
1: <laughs> we'll be right back with Monster Ganja don't go nowhere rest in peace Gangster Red yeah. we'll be right back
3: rest in peace Red West
2: Brados man yeah Gangster Red yeah Monster Ganja look I could go on for hours time on it off slow down the quadra. Rhinos, rocks, they devoured. At twist of.
1: Man, that shit is hard. That, uh, very infectious beat, man, and, and and the way you guys are just ripping it. Um, it had to be hard for you, though, to, to, to drop this, man. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that the person you created it with is, is no longer uh, here. Um, what gives you the We're inspiration sure, to keep going, brother?
3: Oh, man, um, that was what he, one of the last things he told me was to drop it, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, he was like, yeah, he was like, I dropped this. And I was like, all right, no worries. I was like, so um, the inspiration, man, is uh, being alive and having the, uh, the ability to still drop it and create it, you know, that I'm still here. Um yeah. That you know, in my family, you know what I mean. Like, like you know, our families. That's that's my inspiration um, for yeah. for putting out the music. You know. You Absolutely. Know sure.
1: Absolutely, uh, and also uh, we were talking about Gonzo too, man. Tragically, uh, you know, he's no longer Oh man, uh, man, yeah, that's just horrible, man. What what can you uh, say to reflect on Gonzo?
3: Oh um, <laughs> man. Gonzo was funny, man. He was a good dude, man. Uh, he, you know, he was a good family uh, man to his kids. Um, he was a adult brother, man. You know, always, uh, always laughing, always funny. Um, but you know, serious about what he was saying and stuff like that. And um, yeah, for that to happen, I didn't see that coming, man. Because he was doing so good, um, you know, with the uh, when he went and fought. Uh, sko um, Bosco so yeah you know that was positive for him he got to see Ice Cube again and you know patch things up so you know that cause he was a dope rapper man Conno was hard bro. That, yeah he had he flames could, man he could man, man. he could spit I, I'll never forget like I, I remember him from Caution cause we used to bang that in the hood you know what I'm saying um but then I, I remember we uh, the, the Lamo swap meet. they used to have like these, they used to call them Machiavelli's, and it would just be all this unreleased shit you ain't heard on, you know, on, on any of Pac's albums. And then I heard the song that he did with Pac. I was like, oh, this, yeah, brother's heart. Gonzo's dope. I was like, yeah, so man, to reflect on him, you know, he was a good dude, man. And uh, it's just sad to see that that yeah, man, I forgot that he passed too, man. So much, so many people have passed, and I wasn't able to be over there. Um, you know, I did go to Godfather's funeral, but I couldn't attend the Red's funeral you know, because of COVID. So it's weird. You know how it is, you know what I'm saying? When you, especially like Red, my aunt, and then even Gonzo. I spent years with those. So it's like, in my mind, you know, they're kind of still there a little bit, but they're not. You know, it's the reality, but it is what it is. What life is all about, but just sad, man. Rest in peace, to Gonzo, that he had to go out. Much love to his, his, his kids and uh, his family.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. That's uh, you know, like you said, the um, the him fighting Bosco. I think that was uh, a, a very positive thing, and I hope that yeah, he carry on in hip hop. I'd
0: like to see some
1: more of those. You know, but he's the guys like killing each other.
3: Gloves up, guns down. That's the one he was doing. Glo- gloves up, guns down. Yeah, and I thought that was positive too, because it's a lot of, a lot of killing going on right now. Um, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I um, will tell you what, we're gonna do. We're gonna go to uh, another song real quick. Then I'm gonna bring on the homie from France. He's got a few questions for you. Um, so we still got uh, West Gang and uh, Happy Valley, man. Which one uh, you wanna roll with next?
3: Oh, uh, let's go with hap- I mean West Gang.
1: West Gang. Okay, tell tell us about this one. Who did the production?
3: Oh, uh, the production again was
1: unknown. Um,
3: uh, you know, Unknown Nick from Twice is nice. Um and yeah, basically, you know, it's got like a guitar, um, and it's just basically we spelling out West Firados and we just man, we just rapping that West Coast. That's what we're talking about. Repping that West Coast, um, yeah, like everything from the Cacks to the Chuck Taylors to you know to the Cars, um, so that's basically uh, Westgate, right? Well, I tell
1: you now. what, man, I'm grateful for guys like you that, that keep that authentic sound that you know so many of us grew up off of because it, it's disappearing. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to see that uh, you guys are staying true to that. You know, I appreciate it. It's man. funny I'm you say talking.
3: that, <laughs> man. You much, man, much proud because my son, you know, he's like. He's about 14, and he'd be like, oh, man, you rap hella old school. I'd be
2: laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: He'd he be singing on me. I'd be like, wow, nah. Because I remember I used to talk to Red, you know, and um, he'd be like, who you listening to, nephew? And I'd be like, bone. He'd be like, man, he'll be clowning, you know, just not seriously, but just messing around. And, and then now, you know, it's like me. My son be clowning me. So, yeah, the irony of that, but, yeah.
1: Ain't that funny, I'm man? Yeah. It comes around full circle, brother. Always does. <laughs> uh, here we go, man. Westgate, West Parado. Be right back. Mount Saganda. can
2: the West is dead, man. We back. What? I don't know what the fuck they talking about. What the Hard to come because the kids feel so nice, deep vocal tone, I'm too hot, and fight for the shots of Patrona, blocks, I'm old, so that work all gone, I'm hard knocked, street cops, give them a tombstone, the Wild Wild West, we back, we told so big clone niggas in videos video shoot, they got six foes, ride like they from the land, if don't want water, check my no swagger, and the tailors. now them niggas bang bang too, it's outrageous much Hollywood I get to say, but it's right up the freeway next to LA, the home of the tribe, five gangs and big gangs lose so much weight, we supplying the 50 states,
3: Yeah, everywhere. Sure, man. Good looking. Yeah, it's oh, available yeah. on oh, all yeah. digital streaming platforms.
1: <laughs> and what's the project title?
3: This West Ferado's uh HV223, um, which is Happy Valley 223rd and Avalon and Carson, where we basically all grew up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's a, a perfect representation of that. I mean, uh, if you were to, uh, like, if somebody was to, uh, that never heard your music before and they were to buy this album, man, how would you best describe it to them? Like, how would you say, you know what, you should buy this album versus this other one over here or that one?
3: (laughs) Man, I'll just say it's uh, just straight um, original West Coast, you know, gangster music. That's probably what they would say. That's probably how they would classify it if I would tell anybody. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's just, uh, lyrics and good beats. Um, like we were saying earlier, you know, like segueing real quick, but back to what you were saying, when I listen to music, I'm like you, you know, my mind, uh, I don't look at errors. It's just you good or you not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I'm not, a lot of the time now it's, it's not good to rap in pocket. They rap out of pocket. You know how that goes. It's just the evolution they tired of rapping in pockets, so they sound off body, you know what I mean? But, you know, oh, they yeah. sound off-beat is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But, um, big yeah, big um, yeah, yeah, man. So when I listen to music, I'm like you. I'm just like, that's hot. That's not. You know, and it's got to have bars. You know, I always listen for good uh, the good penmanship and who writes good lyrics. Um, but, yeah, West Burados, man, I just tell them it's original, you know original Polynesian Samoan West Coast gangster rap. You know what I'm saying? That is pure as form.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, speaking of, uh, uh, you know, uh, Polynesian, the rock, what the hell was that? Oh, wow. Did you hear him rapping on your, uh, your fellow Regime brothers' uh, song?
2: Yeah, I was tripping out on that I was like, dang, that's cool, man. I was like, he's, he's like... It's about pain.
3: It's about pa- something he said. Um, you know, don't quote But, yeah, I was like, man, you know, he gave it a go. He did his thing. Um, yeah, I yes.
1: couldn't believe that. Cool. I was like, holy shit. You know, what I,
3: mean? <laughs> I mean, it's... Uh, I wonder uh, what uh, Gangster real would say. I, I, would, I would laugh at yeah. you what Gangster real would have to say because he'd have something funny to say. But, yeah, no, more props, you know, to the big homies, man, Dwayne Johnson, the Uso. And, you know, he got the homie though. You know, Tech 9 is a certified spinner. you know what I'm saying? That was a power model. Oh, muscle. yeah.
1: The guy, uh, I don't think anybody want to mess with him on a versus, you know. Well, maybe Twister. <sighs> that would be dope. Two of them could trade Ooh. back and forth for an hour or two, you know.
3: You're right. Maybe, maybe, man. Maybe, man. Man. That would be hard, though.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just
3: okay. remember being on tour with uh, Tech. Uh, and Chris And back then it was Grant Rice Was the other dude that was, a, that was a long time ago man This is before they Become what they are now you know With Travis Big homie Travis are going um, But yeah man They they rap That's why I'm thinking when you say Twister, I'm like man I hope he cause, I hope he sounds like it Because when you hear them They be like They're like in pocket Like Corrupt was on this tour And he was just like Man, you know how corrupt talk. He's funny. He just was like, "Cuz, man, I was like, yeah, bro. They be spitting like, you know. And you got Chris sitting there like, sort of sym- symphony slash rap sync, sing- Just different shit. And it's crazy because Yuck used to always say, "Man, he was like, that nigga Tech Nine is the future." And I'm like. Wow, and to see where they are now, like, they're big, their label's huge, man. And he was right. That's why I was like, man, that part so for yeah, you, man. Shout out to Yup Mouth for putting us all together, man, because, man, I ain't going to lie if it wasn't for Yup, you know. Um, my uncles, first and foremost, the Booyachar, always. But, yeah, man, if it wasn't, you know, Yup, man, giving me a shot to be in the regime, yeah. It was sort of though like, he knew my family, so you know what I mean? I wasn't just like a nobody. He was like yeah, I nah, used nah, so nah, 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 to monsters to shop and yuck thing. mouse, man.
1: Those you all our war projects, man. I reviewed a bunch of that man. Those were the, the I the remember,
3: shit. man. I used to love I love Murder Dog, man. Oh man, that was the hardest magazine. And We yeah, were on the cover being
1: savage. savage. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. man. Just yeah, but uh, you know. also, too, man, shout-out to Jay Prince, man, because he put out them United Ghettos. That's when Yuck was trying to rap a lot. We always used to be in Houston, so big shout-out to the big homie Jay Prince.
1: The boss, Those United the Ghettos, man, was really the birth. Like, before all these podcasts with the video, the YouTube and all that, he was doing that shit right? out on the street. You know, it was him so- and then and then, uh, and then uh, Doggy Diamond's Forbes DVD. Um, but those were the two guys that were really doing that before the Vlads or before the, any of
3: those. Well, you speak on it because, man, I remember being with him and we're filming, you know, he's uh, got the camera dude. We'd be like, man, I remember meeting Yo Gotti. We was in uh, we was in Nashville, but they was calling it like Glassville, Casville we was out there. I remember meeting Yo Gotti when he was on TVT. And he he pulled up in a dunk, like a green dunk, and it had like white top. And he pulled up passing out his CD. And I was like, Wow. Because you remember the chain he used to rock with his name, Gotti and Cursive? Yeah. Um, he was rocking that chain. But you know, from what I'm saying is that, yeah, people think people blow up overnight. But Brad been doing his things is way back, you know. Rest in peace to young Dolph. Um, but yeah, I remember Young Mouth being in every hood, we'd be in Chicago. Um, man, St. Louis, man, yeah, bro, crazy, Arkansas, Alabama, all the hot spots. but yeah, he's you yeah, yeah to kick it off, bro. Man.
1: He definitely is a visionary sure, man. at the time. Um, let's bring on the homie, Sid, man, from France, man, we got, uh, you know, all kinds of different countries on the phone tonight. Sid, you there,
0: brother? Yes, sir, yes, sir. Hi, Scott. Oh, Hi, uh, Hi, Mr. Gonza. <clears throat> hey, what's up, yeah. my yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Um, can I tell us about the this song you did back in the day, uh, Long Beach Raised Me? It was from your album, uh, Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell us about this song and how it represents for the on Long Beach is
3: that. Oh yeah, man. Well basically yeah. um I named my son Pacific Coast Highway. So basically I grew like we lived in Long Beach, you know, for for quite a long time. Um but before that I was in Carson. Um and that's when I was real, real young was in Compton and Carson because my mom's family stayed in Compton, the Mexican side, and then the Samoan side stayed in Carson. And then we moved to Long Beach. My dad moved us to Long Beach. So it was just basically giving the ode to, to what goes on in Long Beach. And then uh, towards the end, I mean, not towards the end, at the end of the song, I give a shout-out to all the high schools um, that are in Long Beach, you know, because football is big, gridiron is big. So, yeah, man, you know, it was just basically Long Beach raised me with just an ode and a... Um, so Long Beach about, you know, coming up and growing up at Long Beach and uh, giving
0: big props to Long Beach. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, right. And also, we got, you got a song uh, yeah. who was dope. It was uh, Go the Soft, Go Hard. It was from the album, Hood Epidemic. Uh, can oh, I tell yeah, us yeah, about you about this it. one? a <laughs> so, course. it. <laughs>
3: Now, you, I think that's the one, get, Gangster is on that one, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because it's... That's the it, Epidemic One. Man, the, that was a while ago, but, man, I was just spitting, man. I was young, and I was just spitting, you know what I'm saying? Like, just going off the top of the head, man, and just reflecting on, again, stuff that happens growing up, man, and also shit that, you know what I mean, seeing the streets. Oh yeah, man. Um, get the white right and the song. and the gold. That one. It's got that. It's I think because we went over the Bun B beat. Uh, or, no, no, no. We went over the. Uh, it's it's uh, Jeezy spits over it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's that beat. Hood oh, Epidemic Volume One. And that was years ago. Was like
0: twelve years. That <laughs> song. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. And. How Respect you met me. um how you met the first time, Yuck Mouth? And uh can you tell us also about smoke out with the regime? I
3: met I met Yuck Mouth in um in Hollywood. I was doing security, um I think it was yeah, I was doing security and I met Yuckmouth for the club in Hollywood and I just you know what I'm saying, I was like, damn, that's Yuckmouth. I knew who he was. Um and then I met him again. Shortly after that, because Gangsta Rig, Boi Tribe did an album. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Mafia Lifestyle, and Yuckmouth does a song um, with with the Booyah Tribe, and Mossberg was at the same recording session. Rest in peace to Mossberg. But yeah, that's how I met Yuckmouth. I met him in in Hollywood. You know, he was going out, and then um, I met him again um, through my uncles. And what yeah, year was okay. it? Man, you talking about like maybe like 98, 99. Yeah. A lot of a
0: and can you tell us about uh, uh smoke out frequency also? What about up mouse with the regime or uh, smoke it out frequency. Crazy. Yeah. Smoke yeah. a lot? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Like the history of uh, Smoke A Lot Records, I guess. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. The Smoke A Lot Records, uh, Yuck Mouth started Smoke A Lot Records, and then um, it was getting distributed by, uh, by Rap-A-Lot Records. So, yeah. Right. Basically, you know, smoke a lot because Yuck Mouth, Cannabis, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Advocate, I got five on it. So, you know what I mean? Uh, basically, Smoke A Lot Records because he smokes a lot. And he was with Rap-A-Lot, <laughs> so kind of like Smoke-A-Lot, Rap-A-Lot. You
2: know
1: what I'm
2: saying?
1: Yeah. It joins that yeah. label, you know what I mean? It's only fitting because, right. uh, you know. Yeah. Let's talk Smoke for hey, a little H- bit, if you don't mind. What's your favorite yeah, trend, Yeah, let right Oh,
3: OG's always my favorite trend, OG. But yeah. not like, they be having like Fernando, OG, um what else? Oh dang. There's so many different OGs. One of the goodest OGs they got around is Jet your OG. That's close to the OG I used to smoke back in the day. Um that's one of my favorite. Yeah, OG Kush. Yeah, man. I like uh, this,
1: yeah. this good indica is called Facements. It's
0: about Ooh, I wanna oh, say twenty eight yeah,
1: percent. Bro yeah this shit's pretty good man
0: i I love well, it I and what, what is crazy about what is crazy about the regime also it's uh, the numbers of legends you got in it you got sibo you got takenan you got donel mm-hmm. jamal uh Mao. and uh, yeah. yeah and uh do you remember how many numbers you got in the regime? <laughs> Maybe
3: twenty or twenty five. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, even even the oh. mass cause D- Diesel Don <laughs> Diesel Don from the regime. I remember going to the first Source Awards. Like man, I think this was the one in L.A. When Sugar Knight showed up, and they was chasing people. But yeah, um, Diesel Don, we were with. I was riding with Diesel Don, me up, my Diesel Don. That's the first time I met Jay Prince. Back then, so yeah, man, crazy. The regime is deep. Rest in peace, Pretty Black. Only Pretty Black from Chicago. We
1: (laughs) we just had uh, (coughs) we just had uh, Dave Mason, and he was talking about that. The one with Ship Night. Yeah, we just had him on uh, about a month or so ago, and he was talking about how uh, surprisingly it it was actually a little bit calm behind the scenes. The, you know, he thought that they were going to a full-blown fight. What was the atmosphere like from what you remember?
3: I I just remember, like, I didn't see, because it was, you know, some of the homies from um, from Louis Park, um, they wasn't running. It was like rappers running. I'm not going to name no rappers, but, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I don't want to be all controversial. But there was rappers, oh. certain rappers. And then you got some ones that do security, so it's some other Ushos. And I'm like, what's going on? But I'm like, no. So there was that going on. So it's just basically, shoot. I don't. I don't remember seeing Shook. I just heard people was like, shoot you, whatever. We went. In the, we was in the bathroom, me and Yuck, and we was blowing it down with red <laughs> man, eight ball. Uh, and a few other cats, and the blood, the homies came in from death row, and you know, a couple like Ludus Park. And it was like, they knew Booyah, they, they gave it up. They was cool. They was like, I knew one of them um, said what up to him, and he was like, Where well, are your uncles? I was like, They ain't here. And then, you know, the other dude was like, Man, I like Yuck Mouse. So it was cool. But you remember, this is what I'm about to get to. This was also the show, I think, with Sick with the E40, where well, I've seen it with my own eyes they done stomped out, what's his name, Um, the homie who spoke on Minister. (laughs) So that happened. Uh, A lot of things that happened, that happened inside. They beat him up. Yeah, I seen that. So, yeah, that was, if anything, that was the commotion. I think that started a lot of stuff. The debate, that stuff right there. So, because people just said, sure, and them showed up. But I just seen some of the homies. They was cool, you know what I mean? They were just like. What's up, Red Man? What's up, Blonde? You know what I'm saying? What's up, the Yuck Mom? I like your music. They was cool. They wasn't pressing on nobody. Yet. I remember seeing the E-40, though. Like, E-40 got hands, man. And that was in Burbank, I believe. That was, like, I think 2000. Because then we went to the source in Miami. Um, I was with my uncles. And we actually walked the red carpet with, like, you know, Jesse Jackson and Jay Prince. I would rap a lot. We walked in with them. Yeah, Yuck Mouth wasn't there. It was just I was with my uncles with the Booyah tribe. Yeah. And then they came yeah, back again when they dropped that album was was Coach Romosh. Yeah. Oh no, he's good. I'm just thinking of my album. you know what I mean? Some of like at that one, I think the first one I was blowing trees with DJ Franz and DJ Khaled. When Callie was skinny, the red man in the bathroom in Miami. Um, yeah, that's like, that's like two, I think 2001. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, the, he went there with Yuck Mouse. Those were, oh, that was the one, you know, Dipset went on stage. And then uh, you had Little John and uh, Bone Crusher, like the whole South. know I remember, I think Flipper got up on there, but yeah, it
2: was cracking.
1: Well, you got to participate in a lot of different things so far. And, you know, hopefully when this COVID shit's over, you know, you can uh, continue, man. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you got plans, maybe a tour or something like that. Um, That that Yeah, man.
3: For sure. How I ended up on this side of the world was there's a label out here, um, big old Independent Polynesian label, and they actually got a movie out right now. Um, Universal is going to drop it uh, next next year in uh, America. It's called Don Raid. That's why I'm out here because I signed to them, and that's the home of Savage, Ratna. Um, yeah, so basically signed to them, and then that's why I'm out here. But yeah, man, I can't wait for this COVID. I had to get vaccinated, bro, so I don't lose my job. Yeah, yeah, so like I didn't even, even want to get vaccinated, man, but I had to do it. I got you know what I mean. That's why yesterday I, I couldn't call because I got my second jab yesterday. Um, yeah, because they messed up your timing and stuff. You, um, yeah, I did, you, man. I did, but then uh, where I work at, I work with yeah. uh, people that got disabilities, handicapped people, um, and yeah, you know it's a good paying job, man, and I've been doing that. For a little bit, so I didn't want to lose the job, man. And so I just—they made—they mandated it for the for that industry out here. Yeah,
1: in. I I uh I was debating on whether to get it or not too because uh, I have a form of muscular dystrophy, and when you, oh, you know they man. say it affects you neurologically. So uh but, you know, like you said, I you know, I got other people that are around me that are vulnerable themselves and I, I, I thought of them. So I did it. Knock on wood. I haven't been magnetized or turned green yet. <laughs> you know. I hope I hope oh, that ain't am not from now, on you wood know. Team, but yes. <laughs> knock on wood. But uh but then again, COVID at the same time it's taken pe- a lot of fucking people. So, you know, it's uh it's a fuck situation we're in, man. But I, I think we're gonna get through it, brother. You know, yeah. Definitely light on the like other side, was, man. That
3: was the main one, for sure, yeah. man. For sure, brother.
1: Connect no with fans, you know. Yeah, I um, doubt. That's, man. What that's what the main that's important thing for an artist. You know, uh, especially you drop an album like this, you want to be able to go out and promote it, and do, you know, do this, this, and that. But uh, you know. Right now, the world has other plans, unfortunately. But, hey, man, I want to do this again, if that's cool with you in the future, man. It was real good chopping it up. Yeah, bro. Let's do
3: uh, it, man. It's all good, man. And
1: if for sure, you know what I'm saying, like we were saying, the murder dog days. Even if you uh, wanted to get
3: uh, Booyah Tribe on my uncles, like, you know, my Uncle Gotti, Cobra. Oh, man.
1: Absolutely.
3: Yeah, I'll link that up.
1: I appreciate that, man. For For sure. Sure. I connect yes, with no you doubt. on uh Instagram man. Um but uh I really yeah, appreciate I you like that. Get, Appreciate that man. Um you know, cause, uh you know, like I said, the Murder Dogs, you know, they've been gone now since uh twenty thirteen. It's hard to believe, but they had a twenty year run as you know. They started in, like ninety three. So uh you know, they were able to get out, you know, hundreds of issues before uh, they closed up shops. So props to Murder Dogs. Connected a lot of people, there, right you know.
3: Yeah, man. a lot of
1: people who's big nowadays, no doubt. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, Let's give them this uh, Happy Valley two two three man. Uh, before uh, we go into this song, though, I want to give you the floor, man. You can promote whatever you want, give anybody shout outs, whatever. It's all yours, brother.
3: Man, I just give a shout out to my family, uh, you know, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, man, and uh, everybody. I love everybody, man. It's all good. You know, my family back home. Happy holidays to everybody. Uh, yeah, this is Wes Burado's, uh album, you know, with um, Gangster Rid, Rest and Peace, from the Booyah Tribe, and myself. Um, and basically, the album was just a good, good representation of um, unfiltered West Coast gangster music, you know, um, to our culture that we grew up in. And, um, yeah, man, track for track. You know what I'm saying? They're all bangers. And, um, yeah, that's the album. And I think the next song you're going to play is Happy Valley 223rd, which was produced by my man out here in Australia, the homie JG. He mixed and mastered the album. So, yeah, man, uh, west Wesperado's HV223 is out on all digital streaming platforms. And uh, I think you search for it. It'll be under Monster Ganja and Gangsta Rid. Um, yeah. Thank you, my oh, boy. Thank you boy. for having me on the show, man. Much love yeah. to France too, bro. The homie from France. Appreciate that. Oh yeah, so <laughs> <And sir. laughs>
1: brother. Everybody, man, be safe. Yeah, well, right. you know what I'm and uh man, definitely we'll definitely right, do this again. And please, those listeners, support uh Monster Ganja, man, support this project. West Barados. You know what I'm saying? Happy Valley. Well well.